0: Hey there Purpose Warriors, welcome to the Awaken to Purpose podcast. This is Dr. Burnell from drbrunel.com, where we believe that every season in your life serves a greater purpose. If you're new to the podcast, here's what you need to know. We are a community of Purpose Warriors who believe that God's best version of ourselves is hidden on the inside of us, just waiting to be awakened as we grow in our relationship and continue to say yes to what God has called us to do in the earth. We know that God's purpose for our lives was preordained and the reason why he created us. So every other week, this podcast seeks to explore how to awaken to your purpose from a practical standpoint and become God's best version of you. And we do this by touching upon our five pillars of purpose, faith, relationship, identity, resiliency, and stewardship. If you want to know more about our five pillars of purpose, head over to my website at www.drgrunnell.com backslash podcast. So before we dive in, I need to share with you that this podcast is being brought to you by my new book, From Pain to Purpose, where I share actionable steps, biblical principles, and life lessons on how I discovered my purpose after a painful and unexpected divorce and was left to raise two children with more than a million dollars of debt zero access, and a negative network. My book is available on my website, again, at www.drbrunnell.com. Also on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, or wherever books are sold. So if you want to learn more about how to release limiting beliefs, overcome financial difficulties, experience radical breakthroughs, and step courageously into your purpose, then grab your copy today. And remember, that God can use whatever unfair or unjust act, any rejection or hurtful experience and transform your pain into your purpose. So let's jump right in. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much for tuning into the Awaken to Purpose podcast. I have an incredible guest today. Her name is Brittany Sherell. She is a competent, fun, and engaging speaker and consultant. Brittany has spoken internationally to hundreds of organizational leaders and students and coached dozens of women to achieve breakthrough in their professional and personal life. Brittany is the founder of Elam & Company, a global training and personal development brand where she currently works with high-achieving professionals and student leaders to activate the unwavering confidence to take powerful action without fear of losing credibility. Brittany believes that there should be a safe space for leaders to be honest about their needs, blind spots, and areas of uncertainty. Brittany has been featured on several media platforms, including the Authority Magazine, Up Journey, and Improve Her Health. Brittany holds a master's degree in organizational change and leadership and has been selected as a TEDx speaker for 2021. Welcome, welcome, welcome! This is my coach Brittany's in the house. (laughs) Thank you, such a warm welcome. I'm so excited to have you here today. We've been trying to connect for a minute, and I think it's so important to have just some powerful and insightful women of God here on the show. And you are definitely among the many that I think of and that I really appreciate and that I respect fully. And so. I could not pass up this opportunity to stalk you and to (laughs) invite you to be a part of the podcast.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. You know, I don't take those sentiments lightly at all. That means so much. And I find it an honor to be here to share space with you. Thank you for inviting me to share with your community today. I'm really honored to be here.
0: Amen. Amen. I'm just gonna turn it over to you, Brittany. We kind of talked about already kind of like the gist of the podcast itself. And then, you know, how I always invite people on to share their stories about where they were versus where they are today, because I think it's important for people to understand that in between, right? So oftentimes they see us being successful. They see us making moves in different places and spaces, but they don't know where we've come from and then how we landed to where we are. So I just want to turn it over to you so you can share your journey with us today.
1: Yeah, that is powerful work to do as well, which is really at the core of how I am committed to showing up is with a deep level of transparency, because Mm -hmm. it's something that I wish I had access to more of when I was in a dark space. So just a few years ago, I found myself, I had a good job. I was happily married. I was, you know, degreed, had, you try to follow the path, you know, the (laughs) unspoken, yellow brick road to success and happiness and happily ever after. Mm -hmm. But I found myself in a space where it was like, okay, I went to school. I got the job. I'm now like married. My family is good, but I'm still not satisfied. It feels like there's something missing in my life. And honestly, I started going to war with myself because I felt like I should have just been grateful for the life that I had. Like I was one of those people who was laying awake at night, staring at the ceiling, checking my phone every so often. Like, okay, so how many more hours before I got to get up and go back through the motions again? It's time to get up and get dressed, head out to work, start the whole charade all over again because I didn't feel like I was really present. I felt like I was just moving. That was one of the most uncomfortable times of my life. Where, you know, just honestly, I think when you're, especially when you're a high achiever, you find yourself typically in a space of having a plan. Like you tend to know what your next thing is, you have a sense of direction. And I was at a place where I did not have that. I no longer knew what my next thing was. I no longer knew, you know, like where my life was headed. It was like, so I have these things. What now? And I remember just constantly. Asking God for forgiveness. Like, Lord, I know I should just be thankful. I know I should be thankful (laughs) for the life that I have because it's a good life. I wasn't like necessarily on the struggle bus, you know what I'm saying? But I still was internally at war and it was hard to talk about it to anyone because, of course, sometimes when you're called to purpose in a bigger way, the people in your circle don't understand. They don't know. And so I remember telling friends and family kind of what I was feeling. And they were like, oh, you're too young to be having a midlife crisis. I was like, well, it might not be a midlife crisis, but it's something. Mm -hmm. It's definitely something. But, you know, when you've done things that people around you aspire to do, sometimes it's hard for them to really have the capacity to understand when you're being called to even more. Because in their eyes, it's like, well, you already got this. What more could you be asking for? Because they don't have the same capacity for vision that you have. Mm-hmm. I did not understand what was going on at the time. I just felt like I was in turmoil mm-hmm. day in and day out. I was gaining a lot of weight. You know, I would go to work and I didn't have the passion. I used to have the fire, the drive. It was gone. I started withdrawing from family and friends. You know, like I family functions and stuff. I'd be like, child. I don't know. And it Mm -hmm. wasn't because I love my family any less or I felt bothered by them. It was just like I was unsure of who I was. And so when you're unsure of who you are, you really don't have a desire to be around other people because you don't know who you're showing up as. Like, Mm -hmm. who can I be to them if I don't know how to be what I need to myself? Right. And so it just kind of made me withdraw into this dark space. But I remember, so it was like December 2018 and I was like doing that whole thing again, like, Lord, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not grateful enough for this life. And I remember he spoke to me clearly and he said, you don't need any more of my forgiveness. You need to forgive yourself. Like you put timelines and timetables on your life that you don't even have the authority to put in place. And It shook me because it was so true. I was so wrapped up on, you know, how you make your list of stuff that you're going to have done by a certain age and stuff. I was so wrapped up on achievement, like checking stuff off. I had not even given myself space to see. I didn't even want some of the stuff that was on the list. Mm -hmm. And yet I was putting all this pressure on myself to feeling like I haven't done enough in life. Like I'm so undone and all of these things, I didn't even want half the stuff that was on the list anymore. Mm. But I had not even given myself space to take inventory of the list.
0: Yeah, I think sometimes what happens too is as you get older, (laughs) you realize that you got to throw that list away and let God have his way. I think when we're younger and the culture that we live in, especially in the United States, everything is about, you know, hashtag grind, 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 make a list. You have to be achieving at this level. And if you're not achieving at that level, then therefore you are unsuccessful and by default unhappy. And so I love that you are saying that. And I think the sad reality is once we get to a certain stage in our life, we all go through that piece of feeling unfulfilled. And that's God's way of drawing us closer to Him.
1: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because it puts you in a place where you cannot rely on, I couldn't rely on family, they Mm -hmm. didn't understand. I couldn't rely on friends. They didn't understand. I couldn't rely on colleagues. They didn't understand. It puts you in a space where you have to rely fully on him. And then you realize, why was I trying to rely on anything or anyone else to ever begin with? And so a lot of it, too, is we collect these lists with items that we didn't even put on the list. Some of the stuff on the list, I didn't put on the list. It was passed down. It was based on other people's idea of what my life should be, what my life should look Mm -hmm. like, how it should play out. Mm -hmm. And so when you are being called into a new direction or into your God ordained direction, you go through this phase of basically having to evolve your identity. Mm -hmm. The things that you used to feel like defined you, it changes and you have to be ready and willing to accept that. And give yourself space to just show up imperfectly in that area. Like when you're used to having a plan, it's hard to say, I'm fully surrendering. It's
0: hard. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Right. I absolutely agree with that. I know I've had seasons in my life where I struggled to surrender. Because if it didn't look the way that I wanted it to look, I felt like it wasn't God. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. All right. So you went through this phase and period and season in your life in 2018. When did you start to come out of that and come on the other side where you were at a place of complete surrender, where you said, Okay, God, have your way and give me direction. What am I supposed to be doing? And what is
1: it that will bring this thing that I feel like I'm lacking in my life? Yeah. So it started in December 2018. It was just like December 2018 was that month where I came to the realization and I released baggage that I had been carrying. And I was finally like, okay, I understand now God is trying to do a new thing. I don't know what this new thing is, but it requires surrender. And although it's difficult, surrender mm-hmm. is that sweet spot. Surrender is where it allows you to realize how vulnerable you can be and yet how kept he's going to keep you. Mm-hmm. And so I got in a place where I finally said, okay, I'm committed to figuring this thing out. Instead of just sitting here feeling like life is happening to me, Mm -hmm. I am going to be intentional about figuring this thing out. And so honestly, a lot of people don't know this, but I originally launched a leggings company and it was called Leg Flavor. You said leggings? Legging. (laughs) Okay. okay. I launched it December, 2018 because- of all of this that was going on with me. So I knew I was supposed to be doing something and I was just trying to figure it out. So mm-hmm. in a short span of time, I guess probably about two weeks time, I just took this idea and launched it. And so I called it Leg Flavor because it was an online leggings boutique and mm-hmm. all different design leggings, you know? So pick your flavor is not what I was supposed to be doing at all. Okay. How did you know I was supposed to be doing that though? I knew it because there was still some unrest when I was doing it. And it was like, you're getting closer, but not quite. Like you're getting warm, Mm -hmm. but not quite. But I was so committed to doing something to figure it out. I didn't worry about it being perfect. I didn't worry about it being acceptable or accepted Mm -hmm. by everyone else. I was just committed to figuring things out. So when I originally launched my business, it was named the intentional mindset. And that was because once I released those things and I surrendered and I said, okay, God, I'm not going to focus on all the things that I feel like are undone in my life. I'm going Mm -hmm. to be intentional with every moment, every idea, every opportunity. I am going to be intentional. And so I named the business, the intentional mindset. And so I operated leg flavor under that. I launched like a journal under that. But girl, that was not what I was supposed to be doing. It was not, you know, but it was leading me closer to the thing that I was supposed to do. And I think sometimes we call ourselves waiting for the right idea, waiting for things to perfectly align, waiting for all the resources to fall in our lap, to have it all figured out. Like we're waiting for this thing. And you honestly will not unlock the next level until you move. Like God is waiting for you to move so that he can help set your sail, so that he can blow the sail in the direction it's supposed to be in. But like you still on the shore.
0: Listen, okay. First of all, you must have been all up in what I was recording earlier today, because part of what I was working on was this idea of intentionality. And I think sometimes we get stuck. And where we get stuck is, I'm waiting to hear from God. I'm waiting for my resources to be better. And the reality is that God already blessed you with the resources. The question is, have you managed the resources that he's blessed you with? So if you have a job, those are your resources. Until so you're able to bring in additional resources. You're like, I don't have the time. Are you managing your time? So there's things that you have to be intentional about. And I do agree. That is not about it being perfect. It is about taking like steps of faith is what you're saying, right? Having the faith to believe and then following up with some action. And as you follow up with the action, like, Lord, I believe that you're calling me to something. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm going to step out and do this thing. Even in uncertainty, God will
1: redirect you. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very vulnerable space to be in. However, if God is who we say he is, we know he's going to keep us. We know that he's going to order our steps. And the things that happen along the way are happening for our good. Mm -hmm. And so while it was very uncertain for me, I learned a lot of valuable lessons, you know, stop assuming roles that I was not ever (laughs) given the credentials or the authority to sit in. I was never given the authority to create these timetables on my life. I was never given the authority to think that I had a better plan for my life than what God did. Mm-hmm. And so once you get to a place where you just understand how well God is going to keep you, mm-hmm. you move different. Because at the end of the day, we can try to follow the script that everyone else tells us leads to success. And it may lead to some level of success, but success and satisfaction do not always go hand in hand. Like they mm-hmm. can be completely Separate, but what God does through us is He leads us to the ultimate pieces that do help us feel fulfilled. The things that we only breathe to Him. There have Mm -hmm. been times in my life where I couldn't even say it out loud. I could only say it in my head to God. He sees and He hears all of those things and He fills those voids with pieces and parts of Him. But our surrender is required in order to invite Him into those spaces. Mm -hmm. And so I am so grateful that you can spend time saying, man, I wish I would have listened earlier. I wish I would have just stepped down on faith earlier. Or you can just be intentional with the time that you do have intentional with the resources you do have and say, all right, forget what I've done in the past. I am focused on my here, my now and my future. What can I do to maximize the gifts that God has given me in this moment to make it powerful? In mm-hmm. this moment and beyond. Because we spend a lot of time procrastinating because we just ruminating on the stuff that we should have, could have mm-hmm. really did. And it keeps you stuck and holds you hostage from all of the things you keep going to God and asking him for. Like you keep asking him for the stuff and he like, baby girl, I just need you to look around. Like I've already provided it. I need you to look around. Listen. more attention.
0: I love that you just said that because I just remember when, Okay. So a couple of things. So one, you can wait for your conditions to be perfect and you'll find yourself stuck in life. The other way that you can find yourself stuck is like not doing what God already told you to do. God is always speaking and he's always giving us clues of things that we should be doing and which the direction he wants us to head in. And I think about when God told me to write my book, I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Give me something else to do. Like, right, that was not something that I wanted to do. But I would not have been able to do the things that I'm doing if I wasn't obedient to what he had called me to do. If I did not let go of whatever my uncertainties were, my fears were, and really step into. So when people talk about God is going to order our steps, he will. But you have to step forward with intentionality. And if you don't do it, you're going to stay stuck. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be waiting on God. And God is like, I already told you what to do. You just got to move. And some people will stay there for the rest of their lives in the stack.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to answer for that. One so, of the things that people ask me is like, well, how do you stay so motivated? How do you keep pushing it? Because I got an answer for this time. I got an mm-hmm. answer for these resources. I got an answer for these gifts. I got an answer <laughs> for mm-hmm. all of these things. And when you wake up with that knowing and that understanding that I know for a fact my time is limited. I don't know how much I got, but I do know it's limited and I'm going to have to answer for it. You have to make moves as if you're going to have to answer today.
0: Not only that, it's just like, first of all, the Bible tells us to number our days. So that's exactly what you're saying that you were doing. I think the other thing too is that you want to die empty, right? Mm-hmm. We are gonna have to give account for every unused gift, <laughs> every opportunity that we chose to pass by. And I think we also have to realize that what you're doing is you're moving in God's purpose for your life and purpose is never about you. And purpose is the thing that will fulfill you. So oftentimes we're looking for a person or things and like all these things to make us feel good and fulfilled and satisfied when in fact it is God's purpose. When you start aligning your life with what he's called you to do, that's where true fulfillment comes from. So you can wake up motivated to do it because God is kind of like, he's leading you in that direction and you're moving with him. So then it's almost like this holy ease that starts to take place. Like, yeah, I want to get up and do it. Like, I'm excited to do it, right? This is what I was created to do. I love that you're saying all that, Britt. I love it. I love it. How are you taking the things that God has called and created you to do? And how is that manifesting in your life today?
1: So I just took the next step. And that would be my advice for anyone when you feel like you're in a place of unrest or a place of transition in your life. Just keep taking the next step. Don't try to have, you know, steps one through three. Even don't even worry Mm -hmm. about that. Just take the next step. Once you get through that step, take the next step. And that's kind of just what I did. I just surrendered and said, I'm going to take the next step when the leggings company didn't take off because it was out of alignment, honestly, I just took the next best step. I took the next best step and it led me right into what I was supposed to be doing. So like I launched a podcast and then I ended up being invited to do speaking engagements. And honestly, before up until then, whenever I was doing speaking engagements, I honestly was just doing it. You know, if you ask me, I would, Say yes if I was available. There was no strategy behind it. There was no plan with it. You know, I didn't even know speaking was like an actual paid industry until mm-hmm. I committed to taking the next best step. And as I went along the way, I never realized how the podcast would be preparing me for speaking engagement. I never understood how all of these things were going to align, how the podcast was going to prepare me for speaking engagements, how the speaking engagements. We're going to prepare me for um, coaching. Like all of these things happen as a result of me taking the next best step. So now I'm in a space where I even recently left my full-time job to work full-time in my business. Hello. And I, yes, so oh. and my business has taken off. Like all of the things sometimes that you're so afraid of letting go, you need to release it so you can make room for the stuff you say you really want. Mm -hmm. And so now I get to wake up and literally do what I love on a daily basis because I kept taking the next best step, TEDx speaker, a consultant, corporate trainer, executive coach, author, podcaster, all of these things because I kept my commitment to taking the next best step and finding the communities that I needed to help support me, guide me, and hold me accountable in the meantime. I love that, Britt. I love that. I'm so proud of you. I didn't even know that you left your job. So you left
0: education, but you are continuing to teach and to educate others. So it's the still alignment. Yes, I love that. I love that. Congratulations, sis. I mean, this is so beautiful because I think sometimes we are... Kind of stuck in our day to day. And we want God to do something amazing and spectacular in our lives, but sometimes that requires a release of something. So the question is, what are you willing to let go of so that God can go ahead and blow your mind? And so I'm just glad to see that that is happening for you. I just pray that God continues to blow your mind um, and bless your businesses, your speaking, all the consulting, the training that you've been doing. And I mean, you've been out there. I've seen you all over social media. So I'm going to ask you later, kind of like, you know, where people can find you. But I do want to ask you this as we kind of like wrap it up. What is one thing that you know about God that you just wish the whole world knew?
1: Chill. Sure. Mm. <laughs> he knows the way better than you. Mm-hmm. I think you have to remind yourself that God has already gone before you to prepare a place, mm-hmm. which means he's already walked the road. So sometimes when we struggle with surrender, it's because we've forgotten. He's already walk the path. He already knows the pitfalls. He already knows where you need to step left and step right. Cause he's already gone to prepare the place for you. Mm-hmm. And so when you struggle with surrender, you have to remind yourself of that. Like he's already go- like, why would you not listen to somebody who has gone to Jamaica 16 times? Why would you try to trust your own knowledge, your own limited understanding of, That space, why would you try to lean on that versus somebody who's been there 16 times? You know, why? You wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. So, when it comes to our purpose, when it comes to the things that God is calling us to do, you have to rest in knowing Mm -hmm. that He has already gone before you. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. God stands outside of time. God created time. So, He's able to come in and come out. And I just, I love that you say that because. I think sometimes what happens, again, that we trust ourselves more than we trust God. That's the reason why people don't do some of the things that God has called and created them to do. Like, he created you to do this thing. Why are you not doing it? Because we're not trying to spend the time with him. We're not trying to figure out, like, Lord, what is it? Father, which direction should I go? And in the meantime, while I'm waiting, I'm going to move forward, and I know you will redirect me. Right? So I love the fact that you started your legging company. And is it still going on? Are you still? Oh no, honey! It was done after about a good three months. Listen, (laughs) but I even love that because you were willing to let that thing go. Right? You weren't so wedded to it that you were going to hold on to it. I've seen people hold on to people and things for dear life, and God has not called them to that. And so that's beautiful. So let me just ask you: if somebody wants to work with you, how can they find you?
1: Oh, well, thank you. So I teach huh. emerging entrepreneurs how to turn their expertise into a high impact coaching program, even if they mm-hmm. don't know where to start. And so honestly, if that's something you're interested in, then you can go to my and the first 10 people who use the code awaken since we're on the awaken. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> The first 10 people who use the code AWAKEN will be able to get my $297 webinar absolutely free, where Mm -hmm. I share with you my three-part framework for how to do just that, how to turn your knowledge into a high-impact coaching program, even if you don't know where to start. I'm on all socials, at Brittany Sherell, and I would love to hear from you. And I will
0: absolutely put all of that information in the show notes in case people did miss that because I'm always like very visual. I want to see where can I find it. And again, the first 10 people, did you hear that? You get a free webinar to understand her framework that is valued at $297. She's going to give it to you for free. So the first 10 people. So when you listen to that, listen to this episode, please, please, please go take advantage of that. I might be one of the ones who sign up, listen, so it might only be like nine, might only be nine spaces for you guys, but definitely take advantage of that. Brittany, thank you so much for your time today, for coming on to just bless us with your wisdom and your words. And I look forward to connecting with you in a different capacity down the road. Like we got to make some moves here.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you, sis. Love you too.
0: Beyond my book, if you're interested in learning more about how to become God's best version of yourself by awakening to your purpose, consider enrolling in my online course, which you'll find on my website again, which is www.drrunel.com, because God's love for you and the reason why he created you is greater than you will ever know. And guess what? He wants you to succeed in carrying out your purpose.